Hi everyone, this is Trisha with the Messengers Ministry, and today I'm going to be doing something that's a little hard for me to do. I'm going to be giving my testimony, but it's a testimony of hope and healing. So there's there's promise in it. It's not just something bad that I went through. So I want to share with you guys. And many times, spiritual battles can come in the form of physical illnesses. They really are illnesses, but often it can be a spiritual battle in which the enemy is trying to come against you to take your physical health. I've been through many of these battles in my life, and I just wanted to share some with you because I want to give you some hope that whatever you're dealing with, God can heal you. Many times we want to see our healing manifestation right away, but sometimes we have to go through the battle to get our end result. We know that we're healed by the stripes of Jesus, but sometimes the results are on a different timetable than we expect. I came from a Christian home and grew up knowing God intimately. I've had many battles or trials to go through, and I'm just going to highlight some of them today. I want to give you hope that whatever you may be battling with, God is always there with you when you call on Him and you just trust that He will see you through this time. So when I was 18, I had a grand mal seizure. That's where you fall to the ground and move around uncontrollably. And I found out that I had epilepsy. This caused many years of seizures and hardship. Due to the amount of seizures, I've lost a lot of my memory. They can, since it's in your brain, it can mess with your memories and, and erase them. So I've prayed about that a lot and I finally found that if God wants me to remember something, he'll show me. So that helped me a lot because I was like, well, God, I want to remember all this stuff. And, and then I just finally realized that if I'm meant to remember it, then I will. And I also, I have wonderful family who will tell me all these great things that happened in my life during these times that I can't remember. So it's sometimes fun to hear these great stories that I went through and that happened to me that I didn't even know about. So it's great. So it's, it's also good because I don't remember all the bad times. I'm kind of excited about that. I don't want to remember all these bad times that happened. In the early 2000s, I went through major depression and anxiety. There were days when I couldn't even get out of bed. It was really hard. It was a hard time. I remember being so anxious at times that we'd be like in a restaurant and I'd have a panic attack and I would start to feel like I couldn't breathe. There were too many people around me. I'd start crying and somebody would have to take me home. And that was that was very hard to do. It was hard to it was hard to have to leave in the middle of your dinner, you know. And but I had again wonderful family who could do that for me and who would. Logan, our son, was very young at the time and I had a hard time raising him. But thankfully I had Marcus and my parents who would help take care of him. They did a lot of that during that time that I couldn't do that. 
it still breaks my heart sometimes that I don't remember so much of him growing up. But today, we are great friends, and I wouldn't trade that for the world. I finally turned to the Lord, and He healed me. There are still days that I have some trouble, but those days are few and far between. And I recognize those feelings right away when they start to happen, and I know I can combat them with the Word of God. These are some scriptures that I stand on. One of them is Nehemiah 8.10, and it says, Nehemiah said, Go and enjoy choice food and sweet drinks, and send some to those who have nothing prepared. This day is holy to our Lord. Do not grieve, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. That is so important to me. That, that verse is still important to me today. So I realized that joy is my key to helping me overcome illness and disease. I also coupled this verse with Philippians 4.13 that says, I can do all things through him who gives me strength. I love that. The joy of the Lord is my strength and I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So it's just a double thing goes together. I'm like, hey, I have that. <laughs> I have that joy. These two verses have changed my life in many ways. When I finally figured out that God is for me and not against me, I was able to turn to him and put my trust in him. Through all these illnesses, I stood my ground and repeated the verses in Isaiah 53, 5 and 1 Peter 2, 24. Isaiah 53, 5 says, But he was pierced for our transgressions, he was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. That is so important. We are healed. 1 Peter 2.24 says almost the same thing. It says, He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross, so that we might die to sins and live for righteousness. For by his wounds you have been healed. I knew these scriptures, like I knew them, I was raised with these scriptures, but they weren't easy to truly understand in my times of trouble. It was hard to kind of hear that and really understand. But I kept standing on them, knowing that God wanted me well, and that Jesus had already paid the price for all my sicknesses. So after I started feeling better from depression, I turned to self-harm. I heard the voices of the enemy inside my head taunting me and telling me to cut myself just to see blood. I was never suicidal. I just wanted to cut or harm myself in any way. I've gone through many things and put my family through trials of their own, which I hate. I feel really bad about that. My family, though, has stood beside me, never wavering in the faith that I would one day be healed of all these voices. After several times of being institutionalized, I again found healing by putting my trust in God. I love my family. They've always been there for me, always, and they're the ones that helped pull me through a lot of these situations. A few years later, though, I became anorexic. I stopped eating because, again, I wasn't strong enough at that time 
to distinguish the voice of the enemy who told me that I was too fat and had to stop eating because I didn't deserve to eat food. It was a terrible time and I was again institutionalized. These things are not easy to talk about. These are not easy roads to come back from. But with God's help, I now know the voices in my head to listen to. Praise God, through all of this, through the bad, God turned it around for good so that I can now distinguish the voices, so that I can hear the enemy and know it's the enemy, and I hear God and know it's God. So through all of this, I was delivered from all those demons. I still have physical battles that I have to endure, but they're not nearly as bad as those. The enemy has learned that the one way to try and steal my joy is through illness. I have now overcome those fears and realize how important my joy really is. That is one area of importance in my life. It's my gifting and it's the way I can conquer anything. It's like my super strength. <laughs> and that is why the enemy tries to take it away all the time. But my joy is just so very important to me and it's one way that has helped me overcome all these sicknesses and things that I still deal with today. It's keeping my joy and keeping my focus on God. And I still stand on Isaiah 53.5 and 1 Peter 2.24. I've gone through many teachings on how I'm already healed, so I don't have to beg God to try and heal me. Jesus did that on the cross that day when he said, it is finished. He took all that sickness, and I know that now. I now have complete hope, and hope is a confident, joyful expectation that something good is going to happen. I love that definition of hope. But now I have that complete hope that I will come out on top of every situation. And I have a group of verses that I go through to remind me how important my joy really is and how to keep it. Philippians chapter 4 verses 4 through 7 really help me. So Philippians 4 verses 4 through 7 say this. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. This is one of the good ones. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. How awesome is that? <laughs> Those verses are amazing to me. Starts out, rejoice in the Lord always. I'll say it again, rejoice. That's awesome. And for me to remember those is, that, that really helps. So today I have hope, knowing who I am in Jesus and the power I have to crush the enemy. Maybe you're going through some of these problems or maybe you have other physical ailments that you need relief in. I just want to tell you there's not always an easy road to follow to just miraculously be healed without ever having these problems again. 
that just doesn't always work. Now, God can certainly work that way, and he has in several situations in my life, but that's just not the way it usually is. More often than not, these are battles you have to go through in order to see that relief. Hold on to your hope and your trust in God to see you through these times of despair. God is always waiting for you to come to him with a contrite heart and help you in your time of need. God really wants to help you. He's ready to help you fight your battles. And in most cases, like mine, since I wasn't strong enough to fight my own battles, he battles for me and he battles for you. <laughs> the only thing I can say to help you is to put your full trust in God. He sees you in your anguish and he wants more than anything to help you. But God is a gentleman and he cannot insert himself into your life. He has to be asked in order to come in and help you. Asking God for help is easy to do, but you have to give him full control over your life, which is not always so easy to do. You need to lay everything down and put your whole trust in him. Come to God and you will find relief, if only in your heart at first. You may not see your physical manifestation right away, but when you give your heart to God, then your heart can have peace and be at ease. Keep coming to him even when it seems like nothing is happening. I promise he is there for you and he wants to help you. I promise you that's what he wants. Trust in him with all you have. So I just encourage you, if you're experiencing any problems like these, I would love to help you any way I can. I will pray with you and for you to see the sickness that is plaguing you gone. I had lots of help in my times with prayer for my family and even through Christian counselors. Any type of help is powerful and there is no shame in asking for help. That is so important. When you get to that point, you need to turn to somebody you trust, somebody who can pray for you, somebody who will help you through these times and not put you down or say that it's your own fault or that it's something that you did that caused this. This is something that you need to go to other people and you should feel no shame in asking for help because others can help in your recovery process. And like in my case, others really did make a difference. We have done studies on the Messenger's website about who you are in Christ and what you have and what you can do. These are three episodes that we did that are so important and I just encourage you to go back and listen to these. They will build up your faith and help you discover all the things that you have in Christ Jesus. So you can find them on our website www.themessengersradio.com We are always here to help you. So I pray that you would allow God to help you and see victory in your life. If you have overcome any of these situations or problems or anything like these, I would just 
ask you that you would leave a comment on our website or on our Facebook page that you can get to from our website. Your testimony can help someone else. I promise. Testimonies are so important. And this is really hard for me to do, to give this testimony. But I really feel God led me to do it in this time for someone special, for people to hear it that are needing this kind of help. So God bless you. And please, again, don't hesitate to ask for help. I love you all too much to see you struggle on your own. Thank you for your understanding in my times of trouble, and I hope this helps you in yours. So we just want to add at the end of this, I know that I wasn't suicidal in my life, but there are people out there that may be listening that are. So I want to encourage you to call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, and that that phone number is 1-800-273-8255. That is very important. You can search it on Google or on any of your search engines. I also want to encourage you to search for Christian counselors in your area, and you can do that online also. So I love you guys so much, and I hope this has helped. And please, again, leave a comment. Um, let me know if there's anything I can do for you or even just some encouraging words. That would, be, that would be great and very helpful. So I love you guys. Have a great day. Bye.